let's learn to not just judge things immediately because there's so much more than meets the eye when you really sit down and start paying attention instead of judging on first glance. And I think that is what happens when you are judging people for STIs, sexually transmitted infections, and you're judging people for things like adult content. There is just this image we immediately get in our head and we don't allow ourselves to sit down for a moment and maybe let that image dissolve and see what might be on the other side of it. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Pretty in Kink. Today, <laughs> today might be a little rambly because I have to be very honest here. I usually have a game plan. I have a little bit of a mapped out version of the episode and I know the purpose and I know what I want you to walk away with when I wrap up the episode. And today is a little bit more of Tara V's shower thoughts. <laughs> so do I have a plan? No, I do not. Did I just sit down and go throw the headphones on, turn the mic on? Let's see what happens. Yes, I did. But I had this shower thought and ever since I had it, I cannot get it out of my head. And therefore, I love you guys so much that I'm hoping you can relieve some of that stress for me and let me unload it onto you so I can move on to the next thing. What was the shower thought you're asking? Well, <laughs> I had this thought suddenly where I thought only fans is like herpes. <laughs> Hear me out on this one. I know. <laughs> where is this journey going to take us? <laughs> Follow me if you will. I came to this conclusion because earlier in the day, I had stumbled across this little article and it was about a model, a, a content creator. And in the in the title of the article, it said that she was a part of the new Playboy platform, which shameless plug, I might be on there. So, you know, if you want to go check it out, swear to you, that's not the purpose of this episode though. <laughs> but she was a member and one of the top creators of the new Playboy platform. And so in the title, it, it equated the Playboy platform as the quote unquote classy version of OnlyFans. When I saw the word classy, it just like poked at me and it got under my skin and it annoyed the fuck out of me. So I was bothered by it. Later on, I take a shower and boof, suddenly there it is in my mind. OnlyFans is like herpes. If you have followed me for a while on Instagram, or if you've been listening here from the start, then you know I have herpes and I'm quite open about it. I discuss it openly. I have no shame in my game with that because there is such a stigma attached to it. And my mission in life is to help people understand that it is not a terrible thing. Herpes is not a bad word. And I realized the way seeing that word classy and essentially implying that OnlyFans is not, the reason that bothered me so much, I think, was because it reminded me of the same stigma that herpes has. Okay, so I have both. I have herpes. I have an OnlyFans. Talk about stigma and taboo. I got them both. Like super duper razzle dazzle over here. <laughs> 
They're so similar though. And it just really got me thinking, you know, they're, they're one in the same when it comes to the way you are judged for having either one of them. And yet, so many different people, all walks of life, have either thing. Or, like I said, super duper razzle-dazzle like me, you got them both. So many people. But do people talk about it openly? Hell no, they don't. No, they don't. (laughs) Because they don't want to be judged. They don't want that stigma attached to them where people start viewing them different. They are truly one and the same in that aspect. You can't look at someone and know whether they are an adult content creator or whether they have an STI. You don't know. The main symptom of an STI, which is a sexually transmitted infection, is no symptom. Do you understand that? Like, Most people don't understand that the most common symptom is no symptoms. You don't even know when you have it. You can't look at somebody and go, "Mm, I can see what they've got. Yep. They definitely have something. You can't do that unless they have a cold sore. (laughs) Then, I mean, honestly, yeah, then you can. Otherwise, you cannot just look at a person and know. Same thing with adult content. You cannot look at a person and go, I bet they're creating content online. I bet they're selling feet pictures or tit pics or videos of themselves in intimate situations. You can't tell. So many people have it. Do it. You have got moms and teachers and everybody. They all fall into the same group. There is no... There is no class divide when it comes to creating adult content. And there is no class division when it comes to herpes. Anybody can have it. And it is so stupid common. Herpes? It is amazing to me the lack of education out there for people to learn about sex ed, really, and especially like back in the day, because I'm old, it it was non-existent. Anything you learned was probably from the media, which I mean, again, still that is how it is now as well. And it's usually false information. And so people do not understand with herpes, the level of how common it is, is astounding. And the fact that people don't realize it blows my mind. It is close to 80% of the world's population has herpes. They have one of the two forms of herpes. There's HSV1, HSV2. They're both herpes. One is oral, one is genital. 80% of the world's population. Of that 80%, there is a massive amount of people that have it and don't even know. You could have herpes and never know for the rest of your life. You could never have an outbreak and yet still pass that on to somebody else. People don't understand this. All people know is what they've been taught or what they have not been taught. So there's so much ignorance surrounding that and people lose sight of the commonality of it. And it's amongst you. It is everywhere. You, If you've slept with five people, 
you have most likely slept with somebody that has herpes. You might have herpes right now and never know it. It's wild. Only fans. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to admit they have it. And yet, I did some poking around. You know, the internet's annoying sometimes. You can never find concrete answers for some things, but you can kind of find an average answer that keeps popping up. So these numbers are not exact, but for OnlyFans, there is an estimated 190 million registered users. 190 million people that have signed up to consume the content that is on OnlyFans. There is anywhere between two to three million creators, the people that are the content creators and putting out that content and selling their images, their videos, whatever. The revenue, billions of dollars. However, do people talk about it and like, feel comfortable and open saying like, oh yeah, I have an account on OnlyFans. I love getting some of my porn there. No. Do people say, yeah, yeah, I have an OnlyFans. That's what pays my mortgage. No, not openly because there's such a huge stigma. Just like if you say you have herpes, so many people that are, that are uneducated on it will immediately assume like you're a slut or you're dirty No, you're just a person that happened to get this super fucking common virus, but you're going to bring it up constantly. No, because you don't want to be judged because there's just so much ignorance surrounding it. And the same with OnlyFans, like it's this immediate, like you're dirty whore. I have OnlyFans. I am absolutely 1000% unequivocally not ashamed that I have an OnlyFans. However... I do not walk around and openly share that information. I don't meet new people and immediately tell them. There are people that I've known for a good chunk of time that I never told because I knew the amount of stigma that they were going to then view me through. It just wasn't worth it. I will say, do I want somebody in my life that I know if they knew this information, it would change their view on me and, you know, they might not want to be a part of my life anymore? No, I really don't want to know that kind of person anyways, but it's still, is it worth even going through all of that? No. So a lot of times I don't bring it up, not because I'm ashamed. I just don't want the headache of having to go through the stigma over and over and over again. I'm actually proud of what I do. I like what I do. I wish I could be more open about it, but I have seen how people react, how people judge. Fuck, I will do a whole episode on how it has affected my dating life. It is rough. Yet, I'm proud of what I do. There's nothing that I put out there that I'm ashamed of. When I started this, I made a vow to myself from the start that whatever I did, I was going to make sure that I was comfortable with it and it wouldn't be something that down the road when it was still floating around on the internet and if I chose to no longer do this, that I would be ashamed of. There's nothing I'm ashamed of because I made a promise to myself that I would stay true to me 
and that I would stick to my guns when it came to what I would and would not do. And so there's certain things I won't put out there. I could make bank if I did, but I'm not willing to compromise myself and I don't. And so I will forever be okay with whatever is out there. Admittedly, yes, it is embarrassing when the wrong people see it. And when I say the wrong people, I just mean, you know, curiosity gets the best of everybody. So somebody in your life might learn that you have this and, you know, they could just be like, I don't know, like a friend of a family or something and curiosity gets the best of them and (laughs) they go poking around. Is that embarrassing? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I am not going to lie to you and I'm not going to tell you it's not. It's fucking mortifying, but it's not mortifying because I'm ashamed. It would be just as embarrassing if they walked in on me in the shower and saw me butt naked. It's the same level of embarrassment for me, but I'm not ashamed. I never will be. But yeah, I still am not feeling comfortable enough that I can openly discuss that I have this part of my life. I hide stuff in my house when certain people come over so they don't see the clues that I might do this strange little pastime because I just, I don't want them to judge me and view me different. And they will, because that's what a lot of people do. And it is the same with when you disclose that you have herpes, you will have somebody that might be so into you and just think you're just the most amazing thing ever. And then you disclose that you have herpes and they're turned off and they're like, ew, no. And suddenly you're like, nothing. Why? Why? Because I have this ridiculously common virus. Suddenly you have completely changed your view on me. It's okay to be unsure. I will never take that from somebody. It's a lot to process, but there are people that will just straight up suddenly assume you're this dirty little slut because you have it. And that's fucked up. That's fucked up. So yeah, when I saw that article, I don't know, it got under my skin and it just made me realize how similar these two things are. And, you know, I'm sure because they're both a part of my life. It definitely hit me a little bit harder when I read that. And so here we are. (laughs) Was there a purpose? Not really. Not much of a lesson. I suppose we could take from this truly, you know, just let's, let's work on the way we stigmatize things and let's, let's learn to not just judge things immediately because there's so much more than meets the eye when you really sit down and start paying attention instead of judging on first glance. And I think that is what happens when you are judging people for STIs, sexually transmitted infections, And you're judging people for things like adult content. There is just this image we immediately get in our head and we don't allow ourselves to sit down for a moment and maybe let that image dissolve and see what might be on the other side of it. And I think that's all I want people to start doing is to learn to be a little bit more open. And I'm not asking you to, you know, be accepting It would be amazing if you were. I understand it's not for everybody. You don't have to be fully accepting, but you can be understanding. Same with the STIs. You might not be in a place where you can say, okay, you know what? 
I have learned you have this STI and I am still ready to move forward with you in an intimate way. That's okay. You don't have to be, but you also don't have to go, ew, no, you're dirty. I'm clean. I don't want to mess with that. That's judging. I think we just need to learn to be a little bit more understanding. And I'm not saying that this was spurred by like, OnlyFans is classy. Playboy's platform, is it different than OnlyFans? Yes, it is dressed different. It is presented different. The same things are happening on that platform that are happening on OnlyFans. The exact same things. I think the only difference, if I remember the terms and conditions correctly. I do believe that the Playboy platform is completely solo. I don't think you can post anything with partners, but trust me when I tell you what is on OnlyFans when it comes to solo work is also on Playboy. They're just dressed in different outfits. One is not better than the other. They're just two different aesthetics. There's two different styles, but to imply that there's like something wrong with OnlyFans, there's got to be something fucking right about it when they're bringing in billions of dollars and they've got millions of people paying them. That's not some small minority that's consuming this stuff. This is when you are out and you're standing in an elevator, that group of people, someone in that group of people has herpes and someone in that group of people probably has an account on OnlyFans and maybe... That hot secretary you see that's also in the uh, elevator, she might have some kick-ass content. You never know. Doesn't make them different. Doesn't make them different from how you viewed them before you knew that they had herpes or that they created adult content. They're still the same person. So try to lift that veil of stigma and just be a little more open and understanding. And that's it. That's that's my shower thoughts for you. I'm sorry. That was definitely a little bit rambly, but I had to get it out of my head. So now it's in yours. So that's it. That's all I have for you. Not much of a lesson. Let's all just love each other a little bit more. How about that? And now, as always, you know, I'm going to ask you to get out there and be weird, but you know, before I ask you to do that, you know what I'm going to ask you. I would love you to the moon and back. If you just toss me a quick little rating, all right, please do. Cause I know you're out there. I see my numbers. You guys are listening. So go tell the world, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Don't be embarrassed to admit that you listen to a podcast with the word kink in it, right? Cause I bet some of you out there get a little nervous when you see that cover photo and kink is in big, bold letters and you don't want somebody to see it. I understand that. Let's, let's work to break that. Go tell somebody to listen to this cool new podcast you found called Pretty in Kink. Be brave. Do it. Get comfy with saying kink out loud. I love you guys. Go be super duper weird. And I will see you next week. What's the point? What is the point? I don't have a point. Rebecca V. W- get out of there. Yep. Back up. Don't talk back to me. I don't know what my... See... This is the problem because I came with no plan. Now I have no plan. (laughs) And now I don't have to like, how the fuck do I end this little ramble? And yet the amount of people that have either an OnlyFans or a herpes is a herpes. 
one herpes, that's it? Well, that Wouldn't that be great? You get it once and it's gone? No, not a herpes. Retry. Start being a part of the group that breaks that. This is why I shouldn't do this with no plan late at night when I'm fucking exhausted. Mm-hmm.